Hello and welcome back to the Family Prosperity Podcast. This is Mason. Now, we are constantly talking about how you need to have a vision if you're going to succeed as a family. Now, a lot of the examples we give come from the world of business because that's who we work with most of the time. Most of our clients are people who have businesses and are people who want to succeed through business. But today I wanted to give you an example of someone who does a family vision right in a different sphere, the sphere of professional sports. Okay, so if you've been to any kind of sports camp or thing, especially if you were younger, you send your kids off to summer camp and there's going to be this hokey guy that sits everyone down and talks about how you can visualize your goals and you'll achieve them on the field or in my case on the ice or on the tennis court. And a lot of people understand that this works for those specific goals and they apply it pretty well. I mean, if you can get a whole bunch of high school guys in a room to sit down, close their eyes, and visualize what it'll be like to score, it's got to have a little something to it. They're not going to do that. It's embarrassing. It's kind of silly. There has to be a little truth there. It's got to work. And that's what most people think about when they think about visualizing success in sports. They think about, okay, I'll have a vision and I'll achieve that specific action. That is not what I'm talking about today because that is one little, you know, slice of what visualization is and what it can accomplish for people who are performing something, but it doesn't do what we want to do, which is to have a vision for our entire family as a team. Again, we do this pretty well in business and for our actual teams. We have a vision for what the team wants to achieve as a whole, and we have a vision for what our companies want to achieve as a whole. But what happens when we apply those same principles to our family, our family vision? This podcast actually means a little bit more to me because I remember this story from way before I ever decided to get involved with, you know, family governance, with helping families do this kind of thing. It stuck with me because I watched this football documentary with my dad, and I remember just how striking this story was to me, and so I wanted to come back around to it. In fact, it was one of my first podcast ideas, and I'm really glad I'm finally getting the chance to come back around. Okay, so what am I talking about? I am talking about the story of Mike Singletary, known as one of the best linebackers in history. And I'm not going to be talking about how visualization helped him on the field. It did, and of course he brought that to the field. But, some, but what really stuck out to me about his story, and this was a great uh, biography, if you ever get the chance to watch it, it was on one of the ESPN channels, it was just fantastic, but... It's all over. I mean, this guy talks about it all the time because it's central to his life, the concept of a family and a family vision. A lot of people talk about the NFL and they say there's really no room for family. I mean, you've got to focus on the game. There's no time for you to focus on all of these other things. They're just these distractions. But again, not for Mike Singletary. He talked about rather than thinking of his family as a you know, sideline thing or something to do off the field that's just another part of his life. He thought of them as integral to his life and, in fact, the central focus of his life and the driving force behind his career. So people always commented on his insane intensity on the field. They said he had these huge saucer eyes, and when you stood across from him, you could you just shake because he had so much intensity. You could just tell he was going to run you right over. 
Now this one speaks to me quite a bit because my dad is exactly the same way on this one. But I remember when they were interviewing members of his family, his daughter was like, yeah, he, well, even when we're doing the dishes, it's just you have to do it right. You really, you really do it. You're all in. You're invested. You're intense. You're engaged. Whatever you're doing, you're doing right, and you're doing it with all of what, all of what you got, everything you've got. And I was raised that way, too. I think some of that is why it resonated with me so much that I can still remember this biography to this day. And he did that. But that's just his engagement. That's that one, one of those things we talk about, that engagement. But he did that within a framework of goals. I mean, they're interviewing his wife, and she's talking about what drives him. She said, he's always asking me to map out our top five goals for the next five years. Not his goals as a football player, not their goals for, you know, they're not, they're not setting a revenue goal for business. Obviously, that's a little different. They're talking about their goals together as a family. They go further than that. Mike, on his own, decides we need a family mission statement, just like those companies, just like we're talking about. And you can just see how this transforms his life. Not only does he get to be one of the best linebackers of all time, a Hall of Famer, he gets to go home and his wife can say that he is the best dad, the best husband, the best of everything that he's decided to do, and they get it done. So Mike decided, we're going to have a mission statement. And again, we talk about how this needs to be personal to your family, and I'm glad I'm doing a real example here because, as you can see, this is not a statement for everyone, but it's a statement for Mike Singletary, and then it was a statement for his family because, as I'll get to later, this isn't just about Mike driving his family, and that's another thing we talk about. You can't just have that one guy. Anyway, his mission statement, he hangs it up, and he looks at this all the time, right in the kitchen. This is the home of champions. As Singletary's, we will always strive to do our very best in all we do. We will strive to be honest and respect each other's feelings, property, and time. We will always pray for one another, fight for one another, and encourage one another. For our trust be not in our home, not in our money or status or knowledge, but in each other, and above all, in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That is his mission statement for the Singletaries, not for him, not for his football career, for his family. And yeah, I'm focusing in on Mike Singletary here, but this isn't about the achievements of Mike Singletary, and he'll tell you that himself. In fact, he'll show you he is the only person inducted into the Hall of Fame that was introduced by his wife. He said it was a really easy decision to have her do it. Quote, if she's not there, I'm not there. And they have different focuses. I was talking about how he fights to bring that mission statement and that five-year vision to the family. She keeps them focused on the big picture and makes sure they accomplish the things day to day. So how do you take that incredible intensity that he's got and you boil it down to things we get to do right now? And we're going to hit a little bit on how you can do that as a team later on in this series. But he was so lucky to have a wife that was able to do that was able to take his intensity, his vision, and distill it down into things that they need to get done, hold them together, and keep his eye on the prize. Now this story stuck with me just because of how straightforward it was and how straightforward the results were. I remember it inspired my dad to actually write up a little code for himself, part of which we've slowly adopted over, the, over time and incorporated into our family vision and our family mission statement, what we want to be as a family. So this was inspiring to me way back. 
inspiring to my dad, inspiring to all of us. I mean, not only was he this Hall of Fame linebacker, achieving something that people who focus their entire lives on just one thing would never dream to achieve, he did that and he got to have everything else. And I think that understanding that you don't need to sacrifice to achieve highly, you just need to function as a team with a vision and a plan. You have to have a heart and a soul. And you have to have that intensity and engagement. Do everything with that, you know, all-in attitude, that commitment. And then you will achieve those results. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when, if you can keep on that road. Because when he doesn't hit a milestone, all he does is he rewrites it and goes at it again. Now, that's not to say every decision that Mike Singletary made was perfect. Far from it. If you know anything about football, you know that he actually got into quite a bit of controversy for just throwing players off the field that didn't have enough respect for the game or for his coaching, or they just, they were entitled. They didn't have that intensity and he could not abide them. He was such a family man, he couldn't understand how to work with an organization that wasn't a family that didn't have that commitment and that didn't have that engagement. And it's made him struggle as a coach. Now, that doesn't mean he's not going to end up being one of the best coaches of all time. He's still at it. He's got binders, and he goes to training, and he practices, and he says he's going to be the best coach of all time. Just a matter of when he accomplishes that, or if he decides at some point that's not in the cards anymore. I just really wanted to bring this in as an example of a non-business person doing family right. Because it isn't about including people in the business. Oftentimes... It's easy to mix everything up. If my business is successful, my family's successful. And yes, it is good to have your family involved in the business if you can manage it properly. But business isn't everything. And as much as you have to customize your family mission statement, your ethos and who you are, one of the lines in there really stands out to me as something that pretty much everyone should have some concept of. Our trust be not in our home, nor our money, our status or knowledge, but in each other. If you're like me and you want to do this with your family team, the only people that are always going to be there for you and the only people that are going to carry on your name and your values and really everything you've hoped to pass on, your entire legacy, if you want to work as a team with those people, that's the attitude you need to have. And it's not for everybody, but if you can bring yourself to do it, it's not that you have to make sacrifices. It's not that you have to take away from your business. Take away from, obviously, your professional football career. All it does is add. We are more than the sum of our parts if we can work together, if we can have a vision, if we can have a mission. And maybe none of us will ever be quite as intense as Mike Singletary, but I think we can take some of that to heart. I'm going to leave you with another quote from his wife, the person who knows him best. Everything he does, he does hard. He played hard, he studied hard, and he loves hard. Now, if that doesn't speak to you as someone who has a family, I don't know what will. So I hope you learn something here. Now, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be how it's going to be in one year, three years, or five years. But you have to start getting some of this down somewhere, talking about it with the people you love, pushing them to have the vision that you have for your family, seeing if they really want that. And if they do, give them the chance to buy in like Mike and his family did. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, it is time to subscribe. It's time to get involved in the conversation. Tell us what you thought about this 
and talk about what it means to bring a family to life, put a vision behind them, put a mission statement together, and be committed to work as a team. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's one that's been a long time coming for me, and I hope this story spoke to you the same way it spoke to me years ago.